Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors, presented by FMG Suite. Listen to interviews with the movers, shakers, geniuses, and innovators of the financial advisory world. Visit FMGSuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. And now, without further delay, the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Hi, everybody. Mike Woods here, one of the founding members of FMG Suite. Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors, presented by FMG Suite. More than 40,000 advisors rely on FMG Suite to help them stay connected, build relationships, and grow their business. Now it's your turn. Visit us at fmgsuite.com and schedule a demo so you can see our tools in action. Today, I'm excited to be speaking with Rafi Rodriguez, founder and president of Ask Rafi, based in Beaver Creek, Ohio. I've known Rafi for about eight years, and he may be the hardest working man in the financial services industry. Rafi is always marketing. He spends about an hour each day on his marketing efforts and sets aside a good chunk each Friday to refine his marketing plan, and it's paying off for him. Rafi recently upgraded to FMG's Elevate package, which assigns him a marketing rep to help him implement his overall marketing strategy. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the next 20 minutes. Rafi will share some great insights on his overall marketing efforts. On with the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Today, I'm excited to be joined by my old friend, Rafi Rodriguez, who's the founder and CEO of Rodriguez Financial Services in Beaver Creek, Ohio. Hi, Rafi. Hey, hello, Mike. How are you? Oh, just great. Just great today. Uh, thanks for joining us. Rafi, let's, uh, as, as I like to do with these podcasts, let's set the stage for everyone. Tell our podcast listeners a little bit about your firm and the unique market that it serves. Okay. Uh, first of all, um, I'm a retired Air Force uh, officer, and I got to learn a lot about planning for weapon systems, which are the same steps virtually the same steps that we use in financial planning. And uh, I retired uh, right outside Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio. And I started uh, serving uh, friends of mine that were in active duty or, or soon to retire and civil service. So that's, that's still our primary market uh, are people that are in the federal um, service, in predominantly the Department of Defense, not only military, Carrying military, uh, civil service, and defense contractors in the local area, but we do have clients in different states throughout the United States as well. Gotcha. But that that is that is your unique market, really. It is the um, it's the federal employees and the really the unique issues they have with their pension programs and uh, how they retire and when they retire and how it works with their other plans and you help them put all that together. Absolutely, and, and part of the part of the things that I, it's kind of unique to our to our practice here, because I have a fellow advisor in my office as well, is the fact that we have market affinity, and that's really important when you develop a business. You know, we have the affinity because I've been there, done that, understand the benefits, and uh, a lot of people like to work with somebody that is not only trying to sell them a plan or retirement product, is somebody that's been there and understands a unique uh, situation, and that's that's a niche that we serve here in the Beaver Creek and the Dayton, Ohio area. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine the um, uh, just the ins and outs of the federal um, federal benefit package. Uh, have you having gone through it, it, it helps people to, you, you've been there, you've done that, you can show them the way. It also helps that my wife works at the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base as a... <laughs> 
And and I, I need to understand those benefits because soon enough she will be uh, uh, asking me which option should I take. So I need to know that uh, because of my own home front. <laughs> uh, Rafi, you're an Elevate customer for FMG Suite. Yeah, I, I've been a, a customer here. Actually, I've been an FMG customer for a long, long time. And every time you got, you folks have a, a new program, I'll take a look at it. And I'm pretty much a subscriber to just about everything you have to offer. You have. You were one of the first people uh, on board with us. You've been. Uh, you were on an advisory board with me several years ago, and uh, uh, you recently did upgrade to the Elevate package, which is one of our newer packages, which assigns you a uh, marketing rep or a marketing coordinator and you work with uh, Hannah yeah absolutely and, and uh, I think that was a very smart uh, business decision for me to go and uh, subscribe to that program I'm very very pleased yeah we were talking just before we went on the air just uh, about Hannah and all she does for you and really the the the, the trade-off for you is the cost of hiring an office admin help versus the cost of Hannah and uh, Hannah Hannah is the most cost-effective method hands down I take it yeah, I, I when I look at uh, you know running my practice as a business first and foremost, I take a look at uh, the overhead costs, not only the rent, but uh, I'm in a location where we have some uh, ladies answering the phone and they serve like the gatekeepers, but they don't work for me directly, so that keeps sure. the cost down. But most important on the on the core part of the business, the marketing. I look at how much it would cost me to hire a marketing person, plus the benefits, plus the social security, plus you know the hourly rate and so forth. I looked at uh, what you folks offer, and then looking at Hannah, she is my, uh, she's in my team. You know, she is my marketing advisor, and we meet uh, once a month. We review the marketing plan, and sometimes she recommends something on target, and some things. Uh, sometimes I tweak it, but we work very well together, and it's been the best addition to my team. Not only from a cost-effectiveness perspective, but she's very good at what she does. Yeah, Hannah has been with us quite some time, as have many of the marketing coordinators. So it's awesome to hear you're seeing a great benefit from that. You know, Rafi, as you mentioned, you were one of the first uh, people to embrace FMG and its platform. Give listeners a, an idea about your daily and weekly marketing routines. You, you, As you and I have talked over the years, you've really perfected that in the sense that you're committed to pulling uh, pulling time out of each week to put your marketing efforts together and and on a day uh, on a week you're pulling stuff together on a day you're pulling stuff together give give everybody an idea of what that looks like well the activity uh, stems from the fact that we do have a business plan that I review with my advisory board and part of the business plan is to have uh, a marketing plan that includes uh, prospecting as well as client servicing obviously and then uh, I, I share with uh, with you earlier my marketing plan for the whole year that breaks it down on a monthly basis uh, from calling clients on their birthday to taking them out to lunch and different activities but typically the, uh, I do set aside sometime early morning uh, to do some research, not only in the market, but also what's what's in FMG that uh, is going to be posted because I have an automated uh, posting uh, uh, program with the FMG. I take a look at what's coming out. I take a look at the birthdays celebrations coming out from FMG, and I also take a look at um, what are the, the market insights coming out of FMG so I could then tailor the messaging to my clients. Now, the way I look at the website and the program from F&G 
it's really predominantly for my clients. Of course, I share through social media, but all the, the very rich content that's available through FMG, I look at it, I evaluate it, and th there's something that triggers um, an email to a, to a client based on specific content that I just, uh, that guy just published in, in FMG. So I spend, I would say, an average of about maybe 45 minutes in the morning, uh, maybe less, maybe half an hour, and then in the afternoon I spend about an hour kind of going through uh, the activity for the rest of the week. But I take advantage of the automation that FMG offers because that way I don't have to post it. However, there's some plans on a monthly basis that Hannah and I get together, okay, this month we're going to promote the following topic. And we have the content, or whether it's a, a, a checklist or a guide document or a video, whatever that may be, and we set up the posting on that in addition to whatever FMG is posting on my behalf. Uh, so it's a pretty, you know, once a month we we plan the rest of the month and then I activate it uh, on a, you know, all the way down to a daily basis. But I spend, I would say between, uh, I would say an hour, an hour and a half, maybe two hours max on a daily basis looking at the content so I could then share that with uh, with clients and, and friends. And then I post through um, uh, my approved pages on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. To be honest with you, the one that works the best is LinkedIn. So these are actually business owners, people in business. Uh, Facebook is very social, uh, but I'm getting some really good results through posting on LinkedIn, which is all part of the posting through FMG anyway. So I would yeah. say an hour and a half to two hours max on a daily basis, uh, and once a month with Hannah to review the marketing plan, not only how what we did, but also going forward. Gotcha. Yeah, I know, you know, as you and I have talked over the years, LinkedIn, you've always had a, a, a special passion for that, and you've worked with that and cultivated the people on it, cultivated your networks, and it sounds like it's paying off. As a matter of fact, it's pretty rewarding when you you haven't seen somebody uh, that's connected with you on LinkedIn, and all of a sudden they call, yeah, Rafi, I've been seeing you posting. Uh, you're available first week in December. Let's meet. I mean, that's pretty rewarding because it takes a lot of time and effort and dedication to do what we do, to do what I do with your support. But when it starts paying off and people start calling and getting back to you that they want to meet because of, of you know, after a while, it's, it's, you get so much content out there, it starts resonating on people's minds, and they eventually call you back, and it's paying off. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd encourage everybody to go and check Rafi's site out, too. It's ask, A-S-K, Rafi, R-A-F-I dot com. Rafi has, has, a, has, a, has a site, and there are several areas where there's gated content that he's talking about with the white papers, where uh, someone wants to go, grab that information, asked, we asked them their first name, last name, and their email address, and then the content opened up to them, and it's, a, uh, as, you can, as you can hear from uh, Rafi, it's a, a, a great part of his program and how he puts it all together. Rafi, you know, I wanted to touch too on that um, that that calendar you're working with. Um, uh, Hannah sent me a copy over and it coordinates your communications, your, your what you're doing on video, email, social media, with client events, with prospecting and business development. Um, and, and I saw as you put this together, you estimated costs for the various areas. How, how has that shaped your marketing efforts over, over time now? 
Well, what they've done, if you're looking at, uh, first of all, one thing about Hannah is as my marketing coach, she's, she's holding me accountable for the actions that I did that did agree to do for that particular month. So that's, you know, let's not just say that she's just advising. She's holding me accountable. But from a cost perspective, what that has done is actually help me focus on the things that I believe are of most value. Uh, for example, I don't do um, uh, newspapers or anything like that. I focus predominantly on client events mm-hmm. and the social posting so it, it's helped me manage my marketing budget quite well and it's something that, that I really enjoy uh, seeing that firsthand with that marketing schedule that is like you know what now I know exactly what goes out and I could measure against what comes in so it, it's a great tool I really really like it yeah as I as I glance at your calendar here I can see you're spending quite a bit of time with uh, uh, what you called intimate event, intimate events client events and the advertising that's that's a that's on the lighter side it it's clearly shows in your calendar where your focus is right well a lot of it is the content that gets uh, pushed out to social media uh, with your support obviously from FNG um, none of the content that I create uh, but then again by the time we do a, a client event and the people you know fired up and they all have a great time and Hannah keeps giving me some good ideas about some new events that I have not considered in the past and I believe that the best clients will always come from your best clients and that's really my focus uh, you know we do have some some websites where we have presence that deal with uh, retiring federal employees, but but it, it pays out because it's really economical. But the main thing is focus on your best clients; uh, that they're going to give you the best referrals. Gotcha, gotcha, uh, Rafi. As you look at your book, uh, what what percentage would you say are connected to the federal employees, and what uh, percentage are connected to just outside the federal system? How does that how does that break down? Just so everybody can get a perspective. You know, you know, I I didn't look at the number, but it's probably um, 80 to 90 percent of folks that have been either associated with the military or the federal government. But what's really growing is the Department of Defense contractors from sure. someone who's retired from the military. They open a company, and then I'm doing their 401k, their health plan, and so forth. And these employees for the for this particular company, I'm thinking about. They're not necessarily uh, military or civil service, but they require financial planning services as well, other than the 401k and the health and dental insurance or what have you. And these same people are referring us to business companies that are not associated with the Department of Defense. So what's really interesting is if you focus on the core, that core business or that core market will expand because people refer you to people that are not necessarily in your core market. I would say it's uh, 85 to 90 percent Department of Defense, and, and then the rest is just growing based on the fact that we're getting referred to uh, to new clients that are not in the Department of Defense realm. Sure, sure, makes perfect sense. It's uh, you know, ever since I've known you, you've had a a, a leg up on that niche, but it sounds like um, yeah, servicing that niche well leads to other business. You know, the other thing I wanted to uh, I, I wanted to explore with you was definitely the types of events you hold for your clients and prospects. As you, as I poke around your website, I see that you're you're getting into uh, 
golf events that you hold for charities. Uh, give everybody an idea of what uh, I see. You also hold a um, a state of the market seminar. You're doing special events for women. When you when you look out, how do you break all that stuff down? How do you break it down for clients and for prospects? Well, let's talk about the first one, uh, the golf outing. And what you see on the website are the ones that have been approved, and they actually mirror the marketing schedule. So there's a one-to-one correspondence between the planning and the execution. But in the case of the golf outing, you know, uh, being military, uh, being a veteran, I just want to give back to my community, especially uh, my fellow veterans who have fallen in hard times. So through my association with the board of directors of the United Way of Greater Dayton, and I'm not implying that that's the only way to go, but this sure. is the way I go. I'm on the board, and then I see that they have programs for veterans. So my company subsidizes uh, pretty much a lot of the overhead from the golf outing, and 100% of the proceeds go to uh, through United Way to this program called VetsLink, which is like a 211 referral um, uh, phone number, uh, which is unique to the Dane area, and uh, veterans can call in and get referred to services, and sometimes they need money for rent or electricity, what have you. Uh, that those monies are available for them as well. Awesome. So it's back to give to my own community, predominantly because of my market affinity sure. again. Yep, right. And it works well, and then uh, I've been uh, creating a, a community of sponsors and players that eventually, you know, I'm going to go after, you know, a, a coffee talk to see if I could be of service to them. Right. And it's very social, very uh, laid back, and, and, and people like that. And especially in our community, this is a very veteran-friendly community, and it's, uh, it's something I really enjoy doing. Uh, so that's for clients and then uh, friends of the community. So that's pretty much – that's a broader community event. The other ones are specific for clients. We've done webinars, only because we're exploiting the go-to meeting. Right. Uh, people that are not in the Dayton area, we just go – and people love the go-to meeting. It's amazing how much uh, feedback, positive feedback, we'll be getting by using that technology. So we do webinars. We do the go-to meetings uh, with clients. Um, we do uh, – Social events. We do panel discussions with experts in the industry about the state of the market. And right now, I'm going to focus in 2020 in doing a little more of that because the more I engage with clients and friends of clients, the more uh, trust I build with my own niche and the higher the probability of getting new clients. So right now, we have two events that are approved. The one is about uh, uh, retirement for women. It's actually a retirement readiness for women. Uh, it's in February. I only have 20 slots for that event, and seven seats have already been reserved, and this is November. Wow. So things are happening. And then it's funny you mentioned that because today I got the first set of golf balls donated by a wholesaler <laughs> from my event in May of 2020. Nice. I just got it early today. So uh, things are moving in the right direction. So, uh, and again, uh, Hannah gives me some ideas on on uh, like a Mother's Day event. Uh, the one in February was Hannah's idea to do a Valentine's Day and happens to be the topic on retirement readiness for women. It happens to be on February the 14th, uh, which is Valentine's Day here in the local area. So, right, right. Awesome. Again, so I'm connecting the, the marketing calendar with the actual activities, and, and I, I pick up on Hannah's brain, and she's good at it. And I try to mix it up and make it creative. There's always a wine tasting and things right. of that nature. 
Uh, I like the panel discussion because bringing experts from the different uh, uh, wholesaler companies to come in and give them uh, their view of the markets uh, in a panel discussion is very, very enlightening, and people really like that's, that's an event exclusively for clients. Right. And uh, we've done really well with that one. Gotcha. You know, you mentioned webinars. I wanted to just take a minute on webinars. Now, that you know, there's, there's advisors that still believe that seminars where people actually come together is the best route, but you're having success with webinars. Are those primarily for existing clients or prospects, or how does that work? Well, right now we're focusing on clients. Uh-huh. Uh, going into 2020, we may open up the gate a little bit, and, and the reason why I say that is because my go-to meeting subscription is limited to X number of people. I think it's like uh, 59 people or something like that. Right. I got to take those slots, you know, first for my clients. And as we go forward, we may promote it to uh, uh, to non-clients, you know, and, and let's see if uh, that generates some interest. But going forward, the main interest is with clients because, again, I'm counting on, on the trust continue to be built so they sure. could uh, put the best referrals. Right. You've already demonstrated that rapport and integrity, and now you're getting them on the phone and you're persuading them. Yep, I get it. All works really well hand in hand. You know, another section on your website is for scholarships. Uh, explain to the listeners your role with scholarships and how they fit into your overall marketing efforts. Well, um, uh, as far as the scholarships, you know, I open um, a scholarship through the Dane Foundation uh, here in Dane, Ohio, predominantly for students going to the local universities studying uh, uh, engineering, which is my background, uh, finance, uh, financial planning, financial services, which is what I do now. And just as important, uh, students attend uh, pursuing a degree in special ed. That's just in memory of my mother, who was a teacher for mentally retarded kids mm-hmm. back when I was growing up. So again, whatever I do in the community, it's it's tightly connected to my heart, and and not to be cursing or anything like that. But I believe in what my mom did. She was very gifted, so I want to get forward by offering a scholarship. Uh, for students uh, pursuing that kind of uh, career. And and people like to see that, especially in, in Dayton, Ohio, which is a highly philanthropic city. Uh, and I just do it to pay it forward. And, it, uh, and the money goes in every month through the Dayton Foundation, and every year we donate money to the local university for uh, a student pursuing either financial services. I, I do one a year, mm-hmm. but sometimes if I have enough in the coffers, I do two a year. Sure. In any those three areas of uh, uh, engineering, because I was aerospace engineering, uh, financial services, or special ed. Right. It's something tight to my heart. I mean, yeah. It's, it's- yeah, and it, it, it really shows when, uh, if you go to Rafi's website at askrafi.com, uh, open up the section on scholarships. There's a, there's a, a half a page intro. And Rafi, as I read it, I could feel the passion and the connection and what you wanted to do with it. And I'm sure that as people read that, they latch onto it as well. Okay, so let's uh, let's grab, let's do, uh, let's finish up with uh, one more thought for the listeners. Uh, and we kind of touched on it, but I want to like aggregate it here all together at the end. As you're looking out now into 2020. What type of new ideas will you be working on with Hannah? What, 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 what? Give us an idea of maybe just the top one, the one that you're looking most forward to. 
Well, uh, I will say that uh, um, working with Hannah, it's uh, one of the main topics that we're going to uh, uh, push forward in uh, in 2020. For example, we picked it like um, a quarterly theme, and we're going to market to that. And as far as that quarterly theme goes, we try to tie it to one of the client events sure. that we're going to do. So the, the marketing piece, uh, as we market it on a quarterly basis, it could be monthly, but let's say quarterly for now, and then we tie an event uh, to that, uh, that that quarterly uh, uh, marketing uh, approach. For example, the first one, the first quarter, we're going to uh, uh, push the um, uh, women topics, uh-huh. and then we follow up with the uh, February uh, 14th uh, retirement readiness for women. So that's a unique approach, and I, I feel comfortable we're going to have some great results out of that. Yeah, grabbing the themes by the quarters. I think that's awesome because then you can tailor your, your event, your marketing, your social media, and it really helps uh, focus your marketing efforts. Awesome. Great to hear. Well, Rafi, any Mike, other thoughts? Uh, Mike, I have one last thought to share with the with the audience. Yes. Uh, Somebody uh, that was trying to sign up with FMG uh, called me and, and asked me, Rafi, FMG talks so highly of you, and, and you seem to be a, an iconic person uh, for what they do. Uh, you're a paid actor. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm not a paid actor. I don't get remunerated for what I do with FMG. I am I am a raving fan of the work that uh, all the men and women at FMG have done for me and for my business. So I don't get paid or anything like that. When you when you ask me to do something, I gladly do it because of my high level of satisfaction and commitment to my business. So I want to make that clear. I don't get paid. I just do it because Mike calls me, Rafi, can you support me in this? I say, how quickly? You know, and it, it's from sure. my heart. I mean, there's no financial benefit in me doing this for you, and I, I gladly do it. Well, Rafi, as I mentioned, uh, 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 ever since day one that we brought you onto the platform, you've had a tremendous dedication to using the tools, which uh, is something that, you know, we can urge, we can push, we can cajole people to do, but, but if you don't really roll up your sleeves, get involved with the tools, or work with someone like Hannah who can show you how to use the tools, uh, you don't get the full effect, but uh, but just, you know, uh, 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 like I said a couple of years ago, you were really pushing on LinkedIn, and it's so great to see the benefits of that uh, being reaped now. Absolutely. It takes time and dedication, especially in this business. Nobody is going to come see you with a, with a huge bag of money and say, I saw your article on, on, on social media. Uh, now that takes time and effort, especially uh, the sure. trust factor. Uh, especially in this uh, highly regulated industry uh, that's going through all kinds of uh, uh, updates and changes. So trust is a big thing, and that's why we, we do what we do. And, again, um, uh, again not to praise Hannah, and uh, again, but she's just a phenomenal asset and a phenomenal team member. Uh, I really enjoy working with her. Oh, it's great to hear. Rafi, well, thanks so much for spending part of your day with us here uh, at the Market and Motion Podcast for Financial Advisors. We appreciate it, and uh, I'll stay in touch. Okay, Mike. Well, listen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Market and Motion Podcast for Financial Advisors. If you found this episode informative, please share with your peers and colleagues. Visit fmgsuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox.